What are the magnified side effects of clarity? Who are the Millers? Do you want to take a cruise? And is it missing? Are you missing out? Or is it a mission? This is Matt, and you're listening to the Mathost Mashup. Hey there, thanks for tuning in to Season 3, Episode 2, The Magnified Side Effects of Clarity. I'm so thankful and deeply humbled that you've chosen to spend this time with me. Now let's jump right into it. Teacher attrition, not due to retirement, in the United States is over 200 times higher than in other countries such as Finland, Singapore, and even our neighbors in Canada. According to two studies... In 2014, 66% of teachers leave for other professions. Enrollment in teacher preparation programs has fallen some 35% over the past five years, a decrease of nearly a quarter million teachers. Where does this magnified side effect come from? More than 50 schools in Oklahoma and Kentucky are closed for a second straight day as teachers remain defiant, demanding more pay and basic classroom resources. The teacher walkout, the latest in a series of protests. Five minutes just, I don't think is enough time to discuss the dire problems we have here in this state with funding. Um, I left feeling uh, disheartened yesterday, I guess. I was actually at the House of Representatives session. In a recent Twitter conversation, a few friends shared their ideas. A friend of mine quoted CBS News and said burnout is more common in the young, highly motivated, energetic, hardworking teachers. Dr. Lang Rad said the best ways we can safeguard teachers from burnout is to value and respect them. Number two, provide opportunities for them. And number three, say yes to their creative ideas. And friend Colleen Smith says, somehow, we have decided as a society that the more you work, the better you are. Coming in early and staying late must equate to somehow being excellent, somehow being a dedicated teacher. So while some say it's the system that overburns teachers with work, some say it's leaders who don't appreciate and empower, others say it's about finding balance and self-care. I say these all are important, but... Maybe more importantly, is clarity. Clarity, or the lack thereof, could be the overarching factor that causes unproductive climates and cultures of blame that so often result in burnout. And maybe more important than burnout is the problem of demoralization, which also is a product of lack of clarity. Clarity about the problems we seek to be solved how we measure our progress towards solving them, and clarity about our purpose. Einstein once said, if I had an hour to solve a problem, I'd spend 55 minutes thinking about the problem and five minutes thinking about the solution. And this is the hard work. It's not the complex work, but it is the starting point. Understanding 
The primary problem we're seeking to solve is the first steps towards clarity of purpose. Some will likely assume that clarity of purpose is associated with mission statements, and that could be true, and it's the current topic of my research of 40 different school districts, but often the mission statement is not the starting point. Consider that many mission statements merely copy and paste from well-respected districts. And in other cases, they're simply the byproduct of compromise, finding wordage that appeals to the majority. And we all know of instances where mission statements are used for a poster, an improvement plan, and maybe a catchy t-shirt. But that's all. So clarity of purpose does not come from a mission statement, though it should and could if the mission statement came from a problem statement, a deep understanding of the primary problem the district seeks to solve in its community. So who are the Millers? Millers. What do you think when I say, hey, do you have some Millers? Do you think of the neighbors down the street with the last name Miller? Do you think of ice chest full of your favorite beverage? Or do you think of moths? Well, all of these are the true meanings of the word Miller, but I'd like to speak a moment about one of the meanings, moths, which are actually called Millers. Those flying insects with the powdery wings, I'm told if you touch their wings, it removes the powder and they die. But why are they called Millers? Why does this word have these different meanings? Well, it seems that there are folks down in the beautiful state of Florida who at nighttime under the porch light will say, hey, there are a bunch of Millers out tonight. You see, if you were a Miller back in the 1700s, you were someone who worked with grains. Your job was to grind the grains into flour. The side effect of your job was your skin had a nice layer of milled grain dust. So when people saw these insects flying around and noticed that they had powdery coating on their wings, they simply called them Millers. Miller. It's a loaded term with different meanings, and it's difficult to use a loaded term and still have clarity. Because if you say there are Millers in the ice chest, I don't know whether I should grab a cold mug or a can of bug spray. This is another reason why districts lack clarity. Communication about mission and purpose is often replete with loaded terms, so much that it becomes white noise. Background that doesn't result in unified action or aligned leadership. Cruise ships, love them or hate them, makes no difference. They still travel with thousands of people over the course of hundreds, sometimes thousands of miles. If you cruise or sail many miles, you quickly learn that a few points off in your bearings can result in drastic differences in destinations. Many sailors will leave the coast of Florida in the morning with a bearing of 129 degrees. It takes them straight to the Bahamas before lunchtime. However, there are powerful influences such as currents, winds, and the Gulf Stream that can change their course by a few degrees. Yet it only takes a few degrees over the course of a short hundred-mile trip 
to end up lost and wandering across the Atlantic. Clarity of purpose provides the bearings for a district and school to remain focused, purposeful, and most importantly, engaged. Let's agree to disagree. This is often a mode of operations for top-level leaders. It may sound like a wise statement. It also allows them to remain cordial and respectful while managing each their respective departments. However, it's one of the most devastating approaches. This is where bearings can get off just in a minor amount. Yet a minor disagreement or lack of clarity on the leadership team will result in massive differences further down the chain of command. It's really about behavioral cohesion. It starts at the top, like a grid cruise across the ocean. Getting clear at the beginning will result in the correct destination, yet so often we begin with a mission statement that's unclear and we end up with a leadership team that's misaligned. This misalignment creates pendulum swings at campuses and in school departments. It can result in massive rifts among teaching teams. Each end user comes out of different trainings receiving different messages, each more uncertain after each encounter with various map makers in the district. Most of the time, schools and teachers find it more logical to approach their work politely nodding their heads, and then going about driving their own ship in their own direction. Not because of being unprofessional, but rather because of uncertainty and a lack of clarity. Clarity needs concreteness, and it starts with a mission. Is your mission statement missing? Is it missing out? Or is it really a mission? A mission statement is the directional starting point. It doesn't have to be perfect, and its clarity doesn't guarantee success. It does, however, minimize trickle-down frustration. It allows for success. It minimizes the behaviors down the chain of command that derail your efforts. A mission provides the basis for decisiveness. You can always adjust a year down the road, but you can't adjust the scattered nature of a lack of behavioral cohesion on a leadership team. This is not about loftiness or idealism. This is about the why of your school. It's about consistently communicating that why in actionable language. The why should be aspirational. It's not merely a business definition. There needs to be a rigorous look at the collective commitments that give teachers and staff a reason to show up every day. More than just short-sighted projects, scores, or paychecks. That's not to say the mission should be purely tactical. It needs to be idealistic. But the purpose is not to sound impressive on a t-shirt. Slogans are for marketing. They're not for clarity of purpose. Remember, a test score or rating is not a fundamental purpose. These are a few indicators of success. Purposes include building community, making life better in some way, or serving a group of people. If your purpose 
really is a mere indicator of success. Be clear about that up front, but don't expect people to be committed or enthused about that purpose. Hey there, I don't want to leave you just yet. Today's episode is the byproduct of my current research on 40 districts in the state of Texas. I'm looking at the correlation between clarity of purpose and student performance on test scores. I can't wait to share that with you in upcoming episodes. But for now, if you'd like to see some of the research and show notes, head over to mafost.com slash mashup. M-A-F-O-S-T dot com slash mashup. And as always, I only ask one thing. If you enjoyed today's episode, please pass it along. Thanks for listening. Now let's go out there and make an impact.